just finished it last week, I said. If you thought Blossom was bad about getting out, wait till you see what these gals can do, he warned me. They go through fences like water, and they love fresh salad. I lost two rows of lettuce last spring when they learned how to unlatch the gate. I blinked at him. They what? They're smart, he said. They figure things out. Good to know, I said, wondering what exactly I'd gotten myself into. Running Dewberry Farm was rewarding, but the learning curve was steep, and I was only just keeping up with the mortgage payments. It's worth it, though, he said. By the way, I ran into Mary Jane Hymer the other day and told her you were thinking of making goat milk soap. She offered to let you come make some with her if you're interested. That would be terrific, I said. But I won't have milk for a few months. Both goats had been bred. I wouldn't be milking them until they had their kids in February. I've got some frozen. You can use that. In fact, I think it needs to be frozen if you're making soap. If you'll wait here, I'll toss it in a cooler and bring it out to you. Thank you so much. As he disappeared into his house, I patted the goats some more, getting to know them. They were sweet. And from what Peter said, their kids would be even more affectionate after I bottle-raised them. Peter reappeared a few minutes later with a battered cooler. Here you go, he said. Say hi to Mary Jane for me. Mary Jane had lived in Buttercup her whole life and ran her farm pretty much single-handedly. If you wanted to know anything about the old way of doing things, Mary Jane was the woman to call. I will, I said. And tell her thanks for the tip on the spider mites last summer, he said. What did she tell you? Liquid seaweed, he said. It's weird, but it worked. I'll have to remember that. They love tomatoes, he warned me. How do the goats feel about tomatoes? I asked. They're not as crazy about them as the mites are, he said. But they love lettuce, so keep an eye on them. I've been warned. Peter helped me get two crates and secure them in the bed of my truck. Then he propped up some plywood to make a ramp and led the goats into the crates. Gidget walked up easily, but Hot Lips seemed reluctant. She's always been attached to me, Peter said. I gave all of them some probiotics to help them get through the transition, but if you have trouble, give me a call. Better get her home before she hurts herself, he said, looking worried. Any special instructions? I asked. Just follow the directions I emailed you, he said. And if you have any questions, you can call me any time. I might come out and visit them sometime, if that's okay. I smiled. Of course. Please come out any time. I'd love to show you what I've been doing and get your advice on a few things, to be honest. Happy to help, he said flashing me the smile that had caused many of Buttercup's teenage girls to swoon. I know you and Quinn have been spending a lot of time together, but how are things going out here? I asked as I headed to the front of the truck. The farm's doing great, 
he said, surveying his domain. I'm thinking of expanding operations. How so? Flora Kosarix offered to sell me some acreage. It's pretty beaten up, but I think I can rehabilitate it. That's terrific. Sounds like neighborly relations are improving. They are, he said. Ever since her mother died, she's been starting to step out a little bit, trying to do things differently. I shared some of Molly's friendship bread with her and gave her the starter. I don't usually eat sugar, and I didn't want it to go to waste. My friend Molly Kramer had been giving out friendship bread and starter as Christmas gifts this year, and from what I'd heard, it was a popular gift. I haven't gotten mine yet, I said, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you mentioned Flora. We had lunch together a few times in the fall.